Good morning, everyone. Welcome to episode 104 of the Twim Show. This is your host, Sajid Islam. Today, I'll be going over the notable news and update from the week of April 11, 2022. So today, first off, we have an update from TikTok. Uh, TikTok has launched Effect House Augmented Reality Creation Platform. Um, this is something that was uh, launched actually <clears throat> last November as a closed beta uh, where you know only select few developers were invited but now tiktok has opened it up to everyone on the tiktok universe and what this allows you to do is it allows you to create uh, vibrant effects for your tiktok and tiktok already has says that uh, up, uh, over the 450 uh, effect creators have published uh, more than 1.5 billion uh, videos or uh, and they have garnered over 600 billion views globally so again this is something uh, tiktok is moving pushing forward similar to what uh, facebook is doing with augmented reality and probably with snapchat as well so tiktok is someone who doesn't want to be left behind and you know what it's there so and i would say if you are not on tiktok then you should be on tiktok you need to figure out an angle to be on tiktok i know in our on our podcast i've talked about us being on tiktok and obviously our initial effort on being on tiktok has actually didn't really play out this summer starting june we are going to again focus refocus back on tiktok and try a new strategy and hopefully this will get us some results that we've been looking for. Okay, with that, let's move on to Snapchat because we just talked about Snap a little bit. Uh, about when you talked about augmented reality, Snapchat has introduced dynamic stories. Dynamic stories, basically, they partner, Snapchat partners with their publishers. Um, they have the list of approved pub publishers and their updates are going to come in uh, into Snapchat as a dynamic story feed. So this allows, you know, Snapchat audiences or Snapchat users, snappers or Snapchatters to be more in tune with the news and happening in the world. Now, keep in mind, this is something very similar to what YouTube, uh, Google has with Google Discover. Okay, uh, as I was reading this announcement, I realized, man, this is exactly Google Discover. And actually, it's a brilliant move from Snapchat, if you ask me, because when I go to my Google app, even though I'm on iOS, I have an iPad, and as well as on my mobile, I have a Google app. And when I go there, all these cards show up with updates, latest news, and things from Google Partner, and that changes from time to time. So it creates this effect where if I don't click on it now, it's going to go away. I do not know what it is. I click on it, and Snapchat is bringing that in. So Snapchat has about what, 319 million daily active users. So it's a way for Snapchat to keep their active users on the platform and, you know, inform them through trusted content partners and also you know engage and things like that so this is a good move from snapchat in fact if i were to mention i would say my gut feeling is that this is something uh, other platforms are going to co copy definitely hopefully facebook i i think facebook is going to copy this whether it's for the instagram or whether it's for the facebook reels they're going to copy it if not they're going to lose out okay with that let's move on to the next update the next update is from Pinterest. Pinterest has partnered with WooCommerce, have launched an extension. WooCommerce, there are like over 3 million uh, businesses out there who uses WooCommerce as their shop. And now people who are using WooCommerce, they can actually, through this extension, they will be able to publish all their products into Pinterest as shoppable pin. This is big. Like, can you remember back a few months ago, a couple of months ago, 
Google did a partnership with WooCommerce where WooCommerce merchants can basically push directly into Google. Then Microsoft did the same partnership with WooCommerce. Uh, so the theme here is that focus is on e-commerce and it's not going to be, and I believe Shopify also did a partnership with WooCommerce or something like that. If not, you know, some some Shopify will have to figure out, you know, how can they bring WooCommerce merchants into Shopify, even though Shopify and WooCommerce kind of compete head to head, though WooCommerce is kind of a free plugin. Coming back, this is big because if you are a merchant, uh, if you have a shop owner who has a platform, who has um, WooCommerce this is good. Now you can push it out into Pinterest and you get more likes, visibility, things like that. Hey, if you get a one extra sale by just pl- plugging into this uh, plugin, why not? Okay, with that, let's move into Facebook world, Meta. Meta has introduced a creator funding programs to grow the metaverse. First of all, there is a 10 million expansion on his Horizon Worlds creator funding program. This is something that began last year. Uh, Horizon World is Meta's virtual reality sandbox where users can create their own immersive worlds. And now, uh, you know, Google, sorry, why am I saying Google? Uh, Facebook is giving people who are doing fantastic work in Horizon bonuses. As typical with Meta slash Facebook, it's very unclear what the criteria are to get this, you know, a portion of this $10 million. What, how much you can get, how much you may not get, things like that. All in all, it's a good move because Facebook is realizing or Meta is realizing, look, there's only so much heavy lifting I can do. All these platforms that are going out there, that are doing things are actually because of user-generated content. This is the era of user-generated content. So let's bring them in, bring their creativity in, and we will, you know, incentivize them. We will give them, you know, the dollar amount and they're going to be happy. Now, the problem, challenge with this is like, you know, as I was reading this announcement, it's like, it's half-baked. What's the criteria? What is this? What are the set of things that I need to do to be able to get this thing? Whether is it view, likes, downloads, things like that. It's very unclear. Maybe it's there. I just didn't get it. But anyway. Uh, also, Meta is obviously uh, creating a test program which will allow some creators to sell virtual products and effects within their virtual world. You know, I am of two minds with that. Number one is yes. NFT has picked up as well as there is going to be people who are going to purchase things online. So imagine you work hard in a physical world, right? You go to job, I go to job or I go to my office, I work hard and I make money. Now for me to take that money, convert it into digital stuff, buying it in the metaverse, which is an alternative reality, a virtual reality, and using that money to buy things, I think that doesn't work. What will work is, yeah, I can take a little bit of that portion of that money and convert it into whatever things I buy in the virtual world, but I should be able to have a way to make money in the virtual world so that I'm not converting my physical real world money into virtual world money and vice versa. Um, because there are a lot of other options of things that are happening, right? Again, at one point, they need to either come collide and they need to come together. If not, where is the drop-off point? And for example, my children, they like to buy, they play Roblox and they like to buy like, you know, the children, right? Uh, they like to buy things on uh, Roblox, which is a virtual world. Now, when they ask, I'm like, you are telling me that I need to take $10 of my physical money, convert it into this digital coin so that you can buy things on the virtual world. Makes no sense. Now, obviously, we have tried to, we have explained to them the uh, value of hard work and the money and everything, that money is something you don't invest and do things in the virtual world because 
what happens, you delete your Roblox or what happens, you know, we lose it, we do not know. So those are things um, Meta has to figure out as well as all this virtual uh, reality platform. But for now, uh, you know, there is this option for you to make money uh, in the metaverse if you are gonna be willing to uh, pay the, play that game. Okay, that's enough of Meta Let's and virtual reality. Let's move on to the real world, which is Google world, the one that dominates 90% of the search market. So Google has, uh, Google's John Mueller during a recent office hour have mentioned, you know, that, you know, if you have, a, if you're updating lots of images, thousands of images at the same time, that's going to probably backfire. Please do not do that. Now, if you're making like, you know, 5, 10, 15 images, you're in the clear, but he's talking about thousands, over 1,000, 2,000 images at the same time. And if he's saying, if you do find yourself in a situation like that, for example, if you're a cooking or recipe website, then he's saying, rather than doing that, make sure you can redirect your old email image URLs to a new URL. That's better. Or you can actually create have a very, very fast response server so that Google does not have to wait for a response because image is very, uh, you know, in bandwidth and intensive because it takes time uh, to transfer an image and image is usually like you know of a bigger size than a text things like that now my advice to you on this show is that if you do find yourself in the in this unfortunate situation where you need to uh, you know update a lot of image just redirect that's easier faster and you can keep track Okay, uh, next up is Google. Uh, there is no shortcut to rank in the featured snippet section of the Google search results. This was again a question that was asked to John Miller. And John Miller was saying, someone was asking, hey, my client wants us to basically do something so that we can show up in this featured section of the Google search results. And the featured sections are those when you search for something, Google gives you like four or five different uh, options with the drop down and gives you the answer. Uh, like, you know, here's the probably most common questions. John Miller says, hey, there is no shortcut, there is no sideways, all you have to do is basically write proper uh, blogs, proper web content, and helpful content, and eventually Google is going to pick up, that's all. It actually goes directly into what SEO is all about. SEO is all about, you know, creating content that, and creating content that will answer people's question, period. If you're writing anything else, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, so hope this helps you because this is something very important because it's a very, it touches everything about SEO and organic traffic. So you need to pay attention. Next up, remember to register for Google Marketing Live, which is going to be happening on May 24, 2022. I, we have registered. So if you don't catch it, that's fine. We are going to bring you the latest and greatest on what's happening over there to you, this show. So if you just follow us, if you're listening to this show, you're already covered. You don't have to go take out the time and spend a day consuming all this content. We're going to bring it to you. Okay, next up, which is the last update, was that the YouTube Search Insights feature is now available to all creators. This was something we covered in November 2021. However, it was only to select uh, creators. Now it's open to everyone. Uh, this will allow you to understand <clears throat> what people are searching for uh, in regards to your channel and content, as well as more, more broad search queries. So how is this going to help you? It's going to help you to create better YouTube content. So folks, if you do not have a YouTube channel, it is absolutely high time you have a YouTube channel. And if you have a YouTube channel, you need to look into search insights, which is something you will find out from the desktop. You go to uh, analytics, which is research section of the YouTube studio, and it will provide information on the most popular topics among your viewers, as well as overall search volume for each of the um, 
each and the amount of traffic your channel has received as a result of each query. They will also tell you some content content gap searches which are search phrases that don't generate a lot of results youtube will show a marker the idea is that by displaying these queries content creators will be able to focus on developing content that corresponds with searches that are currently being provided by the video in the app perhaps opening up new opportunities for your efforts so folks that's it for this week in marketing um, thank you for tuning in until next week take care bye bye Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.